Have you or a loved one ever tried to get internet installed in your house and nobody shows up at the time that they were supposed to or it just didn't fucking happen? You might be having a moderately mediocre Monday. Welcome to the Moderately Mediocre Podcast, episode 13. 13! We are on episode 13. Um, we are in TJ's new house. We are in the new humble abode, Casa de... De... Depresso. No, it's Espresso! Casa Depresso. Oh. Espresso. Casa... It's actually really, really nice. I'm happy about it. There's things that needs to be done, obviously. Um, I'm living in, like, organized chaos right now, so don't ask me where anything is. As opposed to? Just regular chaos. Oh, okay, okay. Organized chaos is much better. Organized, at least you kind of know know where things are a little. But, like, don't ask me where they are because people have been asking me where things are supposed to go for the past two... My mind is soup. (laughs) Have you ever loved or never lost 95% of your spoon in my brain? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, we are your hosts, Richard. And TJ. And we are here to bring you some nonsense. We've got quite a nonsensical journey. We've got quite a nonsensical journey today. I don't know what you've brought. I know you don't know what I've brought. Excellent. I have three I have three cool things. Three cool things? That are related. Or, not right. to your topic, but I thought they were cool. You're taking a page out of my book. Yeah, I know. I did. I sat down today and I was like, you know what? Richard would do this. I would. And I have. So I, I did it. And I will. Um, in real quick, exciting news, I have created the Discord channel. Um, we are going to use that. We're going to be inviting people to it. I, also, if you have an interest in joining it and you're already following us on Instagram or you follow TJ or I on Instagram, mm-hmm. send us a message. We'll send you a link. You can get in before... Wait. The masses. Before the masses. You can get in while the getting's good. Uh, it's primarily going to be just a place where you can like discuss the episodes, post pictures of your dogs or cats. Please or... send pictures of animals or We're... turtles. I know a few people with turtles. I would like pictures of turtles. I want to see Mabel. <laughs> Shout out to whoever Mabel is. Victoria. Okay. Well. Um... I'm not sure if she listens or not, but I really want to see Mabel. She's well, great. We'll see. We'll see. We can at least get her in the Discord. But yeah, yeah so it's going to be like, you guys can put suggestions out to us. You can... Put, literally just talk. Yeah, it's it's literally just a small community group, which I and TJ are getting together. Mostly Richard. He's the tech tech well, front of our partnership, so... Well, you're the, the artistic and ideas side, so... Not all of the ideas. Some of the ideas. You're the good Brita filter to determine what are good ideas <laughs> and what aren't. But yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's about it. So, like, you know, aside from... Moving into a new house. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, going on? What's new? I feel displaced. Yeah. I actually have kind of gone through a weird, like, grieving mourning period of, like, no longer living uptown and so close to all of my friends that I've gotten to know. Yeah. So it's, like, very difficult and, like, but good at the same time because Luna has a yard now. It, like, the house has been on, like, honestly, the most expensive thing I've ever bought my dog or, like, Logan and I has ever <laughs> bought, bought Luna. <laughs> So, like, her happiness means more to me than anything else. And she's literally a different dog, like, when it comes to running outside. And she's absolutely over the moon. She loves it. So, I mean, I can't She was screaming at me when I came in. Well, that's nothing out of the ordinary. No, I know. That's true. She always does. But she's really happy with her new house. Good. I just miss you guys. Yeah, I I took a look up to where your old window was, and it was just, like, empty. And I got this sudden pang of sadness. And I was like, oh... I know! It's like an end of an era. I hate it. Well, like, I don't hate it. Like, I'm really happy and thankful and privileged to be in this position, but it's just like, shit! And I yeah. keep, I like, I message Derek all the time about, like, what's going on up 10. He was like, he actually, he, he, he said, I need to have, like, a scenic soundscape. 
for sleeping <laughs> of all of the seagulls and like stuff that's uptown because oh, that's what God. I it's it's actually insane when you're sleeping in this house this the noise compared to what we were used to very quiet very quiet yeah yeah no and you cr- hear the cars but no like, crackheads fighting outside no no one's fighting ever and it's strange that is strange there are people fighting outside my place yeah. There's always people fighting around there. I know. It's just like Fight Club. Maybe that's it where they meet. It is a Fight Club. Maybe that's where they meet. But they don't talk about it. They don't say anything. But you know what we are talking about? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Not I don't know what I'm talking about. But you're starting today. Yeah. I, but I haven't asked you how you are. Oh, What's yeah. Um, I got a haircut. You did get a haircut. This is the first thing I noticed. Got a haircut. Uh, you got a house. I got a haircut. <laughs> uh, what else is new with me? Been been going on some dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things are going well. I'm just gonna just you've been doing Ooh. great. Ooh. You that deserved a crack. Thanks. Ooh, that was this crispy boy. You know what? I'm gonna crack mine too. It's not gonna be as crispy, I don't think. Not quite. How was mine crispier than yours? They came from the same. Well, it came over your hand, I think. I should call him. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what is new with me? Geez, not much. We got into tourism season now, so there's mm. tons of Americans. And I see when the cruise ships come. That's why I... Actually pretty cool. Yeah, so so TJ's house has a view literally right out over the ocean, which mm-hmm. is super cool. It's pretty bougie. It's kind of bougie. Although, it's like, there's a highway that separates us, so it's not, like, direct access or I mean, anything. You're over the highway, so you can't even... You can't even see it. Yeah. yeah. You hear it, but you don't really see it. And... I can like text you and say, "Hey, Richard, another cruise ship's on the way." And I'll be like, "Yes, I've got the list. I know." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm doing. Good. I'm doing good. That's doing, good. Doing real good. It feels like it's been more than a week since I we saw each other last. It's been one, one week since I looked at me. I'm sorry. Bare naked. Yes. Ladies. Is that is that them? <laughs> yeah. I sort of thought that was the Chili Peppers for some reason. Jesus, no. <clears throat> I don't know music. Oh, that reminds me, actually. That would, that would be the lukewarm Chili Peppers, if anything. I need to make an apology for last week's episode. Uh-oh. When I was talking about the X-Files, I said that you would be like Mulder, the woman. That was a lie. Mulder is the man. Scully oh. is the woman. Scully? Scully. You'd like Scully. So, okay. Also, Scully is in 99... What is it? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is she? No, he. And he's like a mustard, hot oh, dog, yeah. I, sad I, man. I think that might be a joke on the name because Scully oh. Scully in X-Files is like a badass woman. Who doesn't eat hot dogs. Who doesn't eat hot dogs that I've seen. Oh, she, yeah. wear, she wears a pantsuit. She carries a gun. She is a like top scientist and she she's the skeptical one. So she's up. Scully Eptable. I didn't. I, I tried to make it work, but you it didn't. You know what? Work. We're just going to dive into the topic. Anyways, so today I have. You brought me three things. Oh my god, no. I had to make it. I, I wrote notes. Okay. If you haven't heard, did you hear? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think you've kind of touched on one of these things in a previous episode, probably like maybe. Was it our first episode that we talked about the. The ship going on fire. Hey, that was. Uh, fucking fire and spite. Fire and spite. Episode one, we're bringing it back. Bring it back. It's what have you circle. got? So, um, I won't talk about that one yet. That one's further down the line. But oh. I wanted to... I, it's funny. I know what your topic is, so I won't, I won't say it yet. You know what was, it is, but you don't know what it is. You're right. So, I was asking my mom what she thinks I could you know, talk about today. And I told her what your topic was. And she brought up the theory of like lighthouses. Ooh. Okay. So, and I don't want to say lighthouses as a theory. It's not a... <laughs> They're just like always haunted and spooky and... Yeah. I'm going to let you get into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I have for you today. Three maritime, or not maritime, Atlantic provinces. Ooh. Lighthouses that are said to be haunted. Nice. And there's their respective stories. There's, of course, multiple stories that go around, but... Of course. Um, the me. first one is in Newfoundland. It's called Point Amour Lighthouse. So this lighthouse is basically like standing, looking out at the Strait of Belle Isle, and... Hey, that's in New Brunswick. I don't know where that is. 
It's in New Brunswick. Is it? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm terrible. That's all right. Moderately mediocre here today. That's what we do. I know. That's her whole MO. Anyways, apparently one night in 1860, a sea captain from Nova Scotia was beating its way down looking... The sea captain was beating his way down. <laughs> beating his way down Belle Isle. All right. I'm going to turn the lights on real quick. <laughs> for my benefit, not for yours. Maybe for yours. Do you want me to just... Keep going. No, I want this to be silent. I hope they got your knee cracked just then. <laughs> I Please, hope they didn't. Do you need... My knee has been fucked for the past while, right? Really? Yeah. Do you need, like... A new knee? Yeah. Do you need... Shut up. <laughs> Tell me about this lighthouse and the captain beating people. I know. Okay, so he was, like, steaming. I guess steaming viciously down... Um, the the Strait of Belle Isle, and he was looking for light because he was literally in like a fog wind rainstorm, classic. Classic. Um, and couldn't find it, and so he ended up, you know, perishing. <laughs> oh shit! Because of like he beat like he beat into a rock. <laughs> he beat it into a rock. And uh, him and his crew ended up ended up perishing. Anyways, um, back then the lighthouse keeper actually just got his yearly supply of rum and this comes in like oak cask barrels and it's like legend that he drank the whole thing in one night i'm pretty sure that would kill you well i don't know maybe maybe regardless lo and behold (laughs) he did not um he was too drunk yeah he, he was really drunk and back then too the light was fueled by oil and the keeper had to walk up like 150 something stairs in order to like turn or make sure that the light was still burning and after drinking that much i you can't even walk a straight line let alone like walking up circular stairs yeah so anyways the light went out and this this man or this his name's captain johnson camp captain johnson ended up perishing um (laughs) i love that you just he perished perished um what is fuck what's the stuff that made like the hatters of old like literally turned them into mad hatters what was the it was a poison that was... Oh my god, out. I don't know. Arsenic? No, it wasn't arsenic. Um, fuck, it was like... Uh, what, what's what's the metal that's like melted at room temperature? Mercury. Mercury, yeah. Uh, I believe that in the old days, lighthouses actually... F- like, the light itself floated on mercury hmm. and spun around. So that's another reason why a bunch of lighthouse keepers would literally go mad. Really? I believe so. Jesus. I could be wrong. I so know. I guess most of them would just not be ghost stories. They're just people who are just whacked off of mercury poisoning. Beating it down the river, Beat- whacked <laughs> off by mercury. What's next? I don't know, man. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> so legend has it that the captain can be heard and seen in yellow oil skins with chains trying to find the lighthouse keeper. So like... Where did the chains come from? Well, like, I guess like... I don't know. Probably. Why is he in he, yellow oil skin? Oh, wait. That's, that's the captain. Yeah, the captain's but, yeah. like coming back being like, hey, bitch, where, where where my light go? Where's the chains? <laughs> Get lit? Question mark? Okay. All right. I wish you had another one to crack them. That'd be fun. That would be a good one. Okay. So <laughs> that was one of them. And actually, it's funny. That one was from an excerpt from CBC. Mm. Ah, was it CBC or NTV? Regardless, it's something, something very old, very Newfoundland. And this was a story told by um, an old guy. That's from New Brunswick. Is it? Belle Isle. Yeah. No, this one's in Newfoundland. Oh. But it's standing, looking out at the Strait of Belle Isle. Oh. I don't know where that is then. Mm. Never mind. I take back everything that I said before. I do know. Nothing. What? Finish your thought, damn it. I did finish it. Oh. Well, that was underwhelming. Well, have you met me? Um, The second one is our beloved Peggy's Cove. Hey, that's in New Brunswick. There's a... It's in Halifax. Or Nova Scotia. Oh, no. Peggy's Cove Lighthouse. I don't know things, man. In Nova Scotia. I've never... Nova Scotia. I almost said, I've never been to Nova Scotia. I've been to Nova Scotia many times. Yeah. I'm an idiot. My sister lives there. So, Margaret... Margaret. Is a long form of Peggy for some reason. What? Yeah. Have you never... That Peggy is a a person's nickname that's named Margaret. Okay. What the 
fuck is up with like old ass people's nicknames? It would be like, hello, my name's Nathaniel, but you can call me Bill. And it's just like it's William, right? William is Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it but it would be something like, my name's Charles, but you can call me Puddle. Ah, oh, yeah. Or something like that. Some some of them is just like. Puddle. You just didn't like... I, don't I know wish my nickname was Puddle. It can be if you want. Oh. <laughs> I cry a lot. Oh. Well, like, not like that. I mean, like, when I get mad or sad or happy, I usually just cry. Wow. You are the squonk. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right. So oh, I'm, God. I'm sorry. Tell me about Margaret's Cove. Well, Yeah. There's a couple of theories as to the reason why it's called Peggy's Cove. Mm. A few of the ones that I looked up was, obviously, it's kind of down from St. Margaret's Bay, I think. So it's just natural to call it Peggy's Cove. But there mm. are a couple of other theories that I, I like better Okay. when it involves the ghost stories. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure any theory is better than that. that yeah, I know. Boring. That was kind of annoying. Or not annoying, but like just like, really? Um, so there's a theory that there's this woman. Her name is Margaret. She settled mm-hmm. in Peggy's Cove after an accident claimed the life of her children. Oh, She shit. spent her days walking along the rocks of the cove to deal with her grief. Oh, my God. And then in an attempt to cheer up... Her... Sorry, folks. We just got the thumbs up that our sausages are ready to be eaten. So we're going to take a quick pause and we will be back. We have eaten our sausages. Sausage dogs. Sausage dogs. And they we... were delicious. They were delicious. But now we're back to learn some more about spooky lighthouses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I somehow have a second beer here. Hmm. It multiplied. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You're double fisting right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You go up for one sausage and you come back with two beer. <sighs> anyway, tell me tell me about this lady. Um, okay, so... Is this like a La Llorona? La, 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 you know what that is? Mm-mm. You've definitely heard the story where it's like the woman in white who went and murdered her children in a river. And now she haunts highways. You ever, you ever watch Supernatural? No. Oh, it's literally the first episode of Supernatural. Oh. Okay. Nope, 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 never done tell me, that. Tell me about this lady. You know, contrary to popular belief, I'm terrified of everything that's scary. Like, I don't watch scary shows. It's not that scary. Because, like, scary, it's, like, things... Anyways, I get... I but get really you've, scared. But you've brought some scary things to tell me tonight. Okay, yeah, but like moderately mediocre. <laughs> moderately scary. scary. All right, tell me. Uh, did we did we get a name for this woman? Margaret. Yeah. Oh, it's Margaret. Okay. Yeah. So I think like where I left off was that she settled in Peggy's or Peggy's Cove. It wasn't called Peggy's Cove before her settling there. I think she is the reason, or that's that's this. this oh, that's the theory. That's the theory for this interesting, particular interesting. story. Um. So, anyways, where I left off was she. Like, her, her two kids died and in an accident or something, and then she was, like, dealing with her grief. She was upset and walking along the rocks of the cove. As you do. Um, and then in an attempt to cheer her up, her husband made his way out onto the rocks to perform, like, a dance and sing for her or whatever, and, like, trying to, like, <laughs> cheer her up. And he fell into the ocean and died. No! So, uh, it's speculated that in a state of heartbreak, she herself also jumped into the ocean. Oh my god. But she never really left. Because the ghost of Margaret to this day, visitors have said that they see a distraught woman in blue in a blue dress oh. standing on the rocks, and when they approach her to see like what she's doing, because she's really close to the water. She jumps off and she disappears. That's terrifying. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, spooks! That actually is spooky. the The ones where the ghost like looks at you and then like hurls themselves off something. Yeah. I don't like those. No, ones. That, that's ugh. yeah. So I, that's one theory with Margaret, and then the other theory of Margaret is a little bit less like dramatic. Yeah, embellished. We'll we'll say mm. it's a. It's that she came over on the boat or a boat somewhere 
and had to leave her two children at home. And so similar situation where she settled in Peggy's Cove, met a man, fell in love with him. And as she was kind of, I don't want to say grieving her children because they weren't dead, but like missing her children. Sure, sure. This similar situation happened where her husband then did a dance or something out on the middle of the rocks and what then an, slipped like, and then she did. What an eerie visage to have someone just like dancing along on the rocks and just... Slipping and falling tragically. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. So that's a little little, little spooks. It's a little spooks. Um, but yeah, if you're ever in Peggy's Cove, it's really beautiful to visit. But there are blatant signs saying do not go on the rocks because the tide is so insane that if like like a rogue wave could come up and completely sweep you off. Mm-hmm. And it's not not unheard of either. Like there's been a lot of deaths related to this. Yeah, rogue waves are no joke. People. So like don't do that if like just PSA. <laughs> <laughs> PSA, for, you've heard it here like for the hundredth time. If you've gone to Peggy's Cove. You know what? Just don't go near the ocean. Well, well. Just don't go near the ocean. I don't say that. No, I'm saying that. The ocean is a beautiful place. I'm saying that. Do not go near the ocean. I hate it. It's dangerous. All right. All right. Last but not least, we're taking it back a little bit to our first episode where you talk about the West Point Lighthouse. I didn't talk about the West Point Lighthouse. I think you did. I don't remember talking about the West Point Lighthouse. Well, the West Point Lighthouse is like arguably one of the most haunted places in Canada, according to Reader's Digest. I was talking about the 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 flaming ghost ship. Yeah, which is seen by like from from the West Point Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Maybe I did say. Well, people within the like the community. So this is in PEI. Sure, sure. Right, and like I remember you having a hard time saying uh, the Northumberland Strait. Oh my god, I I kept on trying to call it the Northumberland Plains. Right, yeah, you did. I did. So this is that. This is that same area. And people have seen, like, literally flaming ghost ships. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, but I won't be going into that. The other thing I'll be going into is, like, the lighthouse specific. So William Anderson McDonald was the lighthouse keeper for, like, 50 years. And this is, yeah. like, back in the day. I'm not taking my shirt off. It's really hot in here. <laughs> it's hot in here. Insert song here. Have, we can't play it because we I don't have, have a shirt underneath. Okay, all right. Sorry, I There's a shirt a underneath. Yeah, okay, I'm just thirsty. Okay. But not that way. Jesus. Get your head out of the gutter. You said it. I had to take a drink because my voice is starting to go. <laughs> this is a mess. All right. So, the lighthouse was converted to an inn in like 1987 Ooh. by some volunteers of the community. So, they were basically like working on it, turning it into an inn. And one of the members, one of the volunteers is named Carol... Livingston, I think. Yeah. Okay. Is it still open today? Uh, as an inn, I don't think so. I think it's more so like of a historical monument. There's a museum there. Oh, cool. Um, but I could be wrong. I pff, do your own research, guys. <laughs> but basically, um, Carol Livingston is the great granddaughter to William Anderson McDonald. So also, just sorry, real quick, if you guys can hear a lot of slamming going on upstairs. We're... My mom is an absolute menace when it comes to walking around, just regular like walking, <laughs> and like she's a, she's a great human being. If you've ever met her, you like would literally fall in love with her. She's awesome, but like it's lead true. foot. Oh my heavens! That seems to be a thing with moms. Yeah, my mom too. Yeah, I don't know what. It, maybe they just want their presence known. Maybe. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Kind of like I ghosts. Keep... <laughs> Are moms ghosts? This whole time. Have they been ghosts all along? Some people believe in them. Some people don't. Moms? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So yeah, uh, Carol Livingston was the great-granddaughter of William Anderson McDonald, which I just said was a lighthouse keeper. So she's like, I feel like this is also characteristic of a lot of lighthouses or lighthouse keepers that they like, like their son's become lighthouse keeper or their, yeah, their yeah, daughters carry on like carry on thing. yeah so anyways she was one of the volunteers that was helped turning this lighthouse into an inn mm-hmm. and this is long before like long after he had passed and stuff okay um so the volunteers would take turns staying overnight when the manager of the inn and his wife would have their days off and there's been accounts of a bunch of spooky stuff that happens, such as one night <laughs> when Carol agreed um, to go and check on the lighthouse or whatever after the manager and stuff had gone, mm-hmm. she thought she saw an apparition of a bearded man by the corner window. Oh my God. And then when she blinked, like it was gone. So she kind of just thought like nothing of it. She was just like, okay, whatever. Like that was just one a one-off. 
Um, but it turns out her great-grandfather had a beard. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it looks like her great-grandfather. Uh, sure. No, yeah, there's a, there's a picture of her great-grandfather like in the article that I was reading on CBC. Okay. And uh, when Carol told this to another volunteer, that other volunteer had a similar story, but they had gone up to check like the the what is it the second floor i think is where this bedroom was that she had seen this man yeah um and she went up to go turn all the lights off and check on the lighthouse and then leave before leaving the premises and when she got back in her car she noticed that the bedroom light was on and so she got out of her car went back into the lighthouse turned off the light and then came back out to her car and the bedroom light was on and then it literally says in the article, it's so funny, it's just like, and the, I don't know what her name was, the, the volunteer was, but it was like, and if they want something in that room so bad, then they might as well take it at that point, because like, <laughs> I'm not going back inside to turn this light off again. I was going to say, that's more annoying than anything. <laughs> I know, yeah. What a rude ghost. Right? So anyways, um, the volunteer kind of like, all together, like they've had like a collection of these like types of stories where like lights have been turned on and on and off again. Yeah. yeah. And uh there's also one more time where Carol was in the one of the guest bedrooms or whatever. Like, she had to stay the night because it was her turn to check on everything, whatever else. Mm. And uh, she had a light above her bed that just burned out randomly. She thought that the light bulb had burned out. So she was like, fine. Like, this was a 10 after 12. Okay. And so she was like, okay, whatever. Might as well just go to bed. So she went to bed. And then she woke up at like 3 or something with the light on. Hmm. And so when she turned it off, she went back to sleep and then woke up again to it on. I don't like that. And she was basically like, I didn't get a good sleep that night. It was super weird and I didn't like it at all. Why does this guy got to keep turning the lights on? Though? Well, like apparently the whole lighthouse, there's only been two lighthouse keepers, one being her, her uh, great grandfather and the other one being, um, I can't remember his name now, but somebody else. Okay. And so in like however many years this lighthouse has been up and running, like so many stories similar to this has Mm. kind of happened. And she, she said that in the article that she prefers the word visited and not haunted because nobody's actually had any harm done to them. It's just a matter of, like, you're basically coexisting with these ghosts. Does a haunting have to be harmful? I was going to raise that question because I don't think it does. But at the same time, like, a haunting almost seems a little, like, like has a negative connotation. I get that. It's like, ooh, like, spooky, rather than, like, hey, what's up? You're visited by a spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I don't know, man. Waking up in the middle of the night to your light being on and then turning it off and then waking back up again and it off, or, and then it's on again. That, that would be kind of spooky. Yeah, and terrible for your electrical bill. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> what do you think they charge for a lighthouse these days? <laughs> right? Not everything is, like... Not everything's about you, fucking... Willie. Willie. He seems like a great, nice guy, though. But realistically, um, he, he she just believes that it's just the lighthouse keeper spirit staying within the lighthouse making sure that everything is kind of okay which is basically what their job was unlike the lighthouse keeper from your first story yeah yeah i just had a a nicer note (laughs) (laughs) but yeah apparently for the first one actually the point the point and more lighthouse if you do if you're staying overnight in that lighthouse and you do run into the spirit of Captain Johnson, one of the things that you have to say is, I am not the lighthouse keeper, because he, that's what he's in search of. What's and he so, going to do? Just kill you with his chains? No, like, just, like, get you, get rid of you. Like, he, you just, like, just move on, sir. I'm not, I'm not who, this is not the droids you are looking for. Nice. You know? Nice. That's the first movie reference you've ever made. Thank you. I cool. don't think that's right. It's not right. You're so rude. I know. Uh-oh. The mouse. Ah! Thank you for your lighthouse tales. I am bringing you something that, like, I guess I've sort of been teasing for a little bit. That I've, and by teasing, I just mean that I've been studying fucking ancient aliens. <laughs> so how are we supposed to know what goes on in your fucking head? Because I write it out. Yeah, but I didn't know that. Well, I've been saying you've it been teasing it to yourself. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. So my my title for this this section because mm-hmm. I like to title my book reports. My book reports that you put in your duotang. That I don't want the duotang. 
You have one. I know. I want a three ring binder and I keep on forgetting to buy better a Better if you just own up to your duotang. <sighs> I don't you know want what? it. That I can hate be it. a gif. A gif? A gif. I honestly don't know the difference. You better say a gif. Gif? A gif. That should be a gif. You're your red duotang. Alright, fine. Anyway, my title for this one is Did These Old Ass Aliens Come From the Planet Nibiru? Where's Nibiru? Ah, well, I'm glad you asked such a question. Today we go back to somewhere between 4500 and 1900 BC to Mesopotamia, today in the southern part of Iraq, and focus on the ancient Sumerians. Uh, this is largely believed to be one of the cradles of civilization. You've heard of Sumeria? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and was responsible for creating both the plow, early mathematics, and written texts. But did they do it on their own? Who's to fucking say? Who's to say? Is it you? Are you about to say? Let me introduce you to the Anunnaki. The gods of Mesopotamia. These gods were often much larger than humans, depicted below them, had wings, and often wore horned caps. So they were devilish. Like... Kind of, but also sort of like biblical angels. The by fact the fact that you said things. down, though, they were below. No, 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 no. Sorry, they were larger than the humans that were always depicted below them. So, oh. so like in the old depictions of these guys, they were like the size of three people. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Yeah, which is not also unseen. The Egyptians did stuff like that too, right? But they also did it with the kings. Uh, so anyway, it's believed uh, that the Anunnaki had the ability to control all of humanity, and I will get further into that soon. First, we need to talk about cuneiform. Do you know what cuneiform is? Can you say that slower? Cuneiform. Okay, no. Okay, so it's one of the first known writing styles in the world, like first discovered writing. Cuneiform. Cuneiform. Um, And began to be deciphered around 150 years ago. Uh, There's two types of it, cuneiform A and B. I believe A has been translated. Damn. B is sort of translated, but there's a bunch of like really difficult things and just ling- linguistically it's incredibly complex. Complex, yeah. Wild. Um so for what we do have though, a very very small group of people can read it and I'm talking like you know form A here. Um, and furthermore, those who can read it still debate over the true meaning of this stuff because like it obviously doesn't translate perfectly to English or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's very, very detailed descriptions of things, basically. But in... That's a bad way to put it. Anyway, it's it's really difficult to understand what it means, basically. It's like cryptic. Yep. And additionally, only around 10% of surviving texts have actually been translated so far. So we've got a lot of... We've got a lot so of... So there's unknowns. a lot of this. There's a lot of this stuff, but it's like... A lot unknown. Um, so all that being said, it was clear that the Anunnaki were highly revered by all the Sumerian people um, in these like clay tablets and in their wall art and stuff like that. A lot of these texts relate back to the Anunnaki. They're gods, basically. Right. Um, so the Sumerians created statues, which they would dress in clothing and stuff like that. So they, they these, these were small statues, like probably about the size of an actual person. Small. Well, for a statue, you know, if you're thinking of a statue, usually you're thinking something pretty tall, right? I, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I haven't seen many statues in my day, I don't think. Maybe. I guess. That's I mean, fair. there's that one of the guy in Queen Square there pointing. There is the one of that guy in Queen Square Who's pointing. Uh, I can't remember, and I'm going to be po- embarrassed if pointing I say Pointing man. One. Yeah, it's a French name of some kind. So anyway, they, they would dress these like statues basically in clothing, they would sacrifice food, and they would also bring them around. So these were mobile statues, basically, that they would carry around to different ceremonies for different things. And with this, I come to the first of my addendums. <clears throat> so the group of deities was primarily ruled over by seven main gods. Um, An was the god of the sky and kind of the over-god, basically. Is that the guy that's in... Um, Airbender? Enlil was the god of wind, air, earth, and storms. So no. So no. <laughs> no, that was... On? That was Aang. Dude, god of the sky. Aang is the, 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 the windy one. Oh my god. 
Uh, Enki was the god of water. Ninhursag, Ninhursag, Ninhurgag, uh, was the mother goddess of the mountains and of fertility. Nana was the god of the moon. Utu was the god of the sun. Inanna was the god of love, war, and also fertility. Those are arguably the same things. I mean, yeah, kind of. Uh, well, these Action. are the main seven. There seems to be reference to any number of Anunnaki. Um, however, most records of any names have been lost to time. So there, there is kind of like a whole... I don't know if I want to say pantheon or kind of like a genesis of all these people. So there's princes, there's kings, there's like minor gods, there's deities. Anyway. What makes them a god? Like well, having control over something? Well, so like, like I was saying, um, like An was the god of the sky, so theoretically controlled the sky. Ah, you're right. Flicking into the mic. I gotta not do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Thus, we come to the 20th century with Sumerian scholar Zachariah Sitchin, the author of The Twelfth Planet. And I'm going to say right now... I didn't read it. No, neither did I. Okay. <laughs> um, but while Sitchin is probably the first and foremost scholar on specifically this Anunnaki being ancient aliens theory, he's also full of shit and just makes up stuff for his own benefit. So... We're going into this with a grain of salt. What I am going to be telling you is stuff that is real from the texts, but a lot of stuff that is also just his nonsense take on it. Nice. So, Sitchin states that in his translations of ancient texts, there is talk of the planet Nibiru, which has a massive orbit of around three, like 3,600 years, whereas Earth has a 360-day orbit. One. Yeah. So, theirs is literally a thousand... No. A hundred times longer than ours. Um, That's a fuck long time. It's a super long one. So, And they, they are supposedly in our solar system. Oh my. Was that, was that a odd? meteor? That was a meteor. We do get into that later, actually. Yeah. So, um, so it's believed that uh, at one point, the planet Nibiru's like, weird elongated oval rotation okay. brought it close to Earth in one of its many things. And from that planet, the Anunnaki actually traveled to Earth via starship or flew or used telekinesis or something. Flew? Yeah. Oh, like, okay, when you said flew, I was like, disease? No. No, with wings. Like, like flew as like, in, like, fl flight. Like, flied. Yeah. So there are parts of the ancient texts that talk about, like, the gods coming down in these boats... I believe they actually do use the word ships, but keep in mind ships for them back then literally would be a Boats. boat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why they, they're called ships. Well, they're called ships because they ferry people. Oh, what? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so they, they came to Earth to make contact, and this is, this is debated to be about 500,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. So very, very, very primitive. Okay, I'm gonna have to stop you right point. here because yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. didn't didn't say. We're that. gonna get into Jesus too. What? Oh yeah. This is like a hot fudge Sunday of a topic. Oh, absolutely. Okay, all right, continue. Um, so yeah, about five hundred thousand years ago, it is believed that this happened, like Earth's orbit and Nibiru linked up basically, and they came over here, and realizing that Earth was full of gold which they desperately needed to repair their atmosphere. Again, this is from Sitchin. Mm -hmm. He's like, so, yeah, they had to rebuild their atmosphere with gold. What's your, what's your reasoning for that? I was told psychically. He literally says that at some point. Psychically? What does that mean? Like psychically. Like some, Something psych came to some him. being sent it to him, and that's right. I think that's called schizophrenia, but we're going to skip on that. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, the Anunnaki supposedly came here for gold, which they desperately needed to repair their broken atmosphere. Uh, therefore, they aided in genetically engineering ancient humans to mine Earth's gold for them. We're going to get there. Don't give me that look yet. Back to my... I, my notes are all so out of order here. Uh, so I learned about this thing called monoatomic gold, which it is further posited that what that monoatomic gold was what they truly were coming here for uh monoatomic gold can be taken from gold but while gold 
I'm gonna, I'll get into the, the, the atomic differences in gold and monoatomic gold. But basically, it's like a white powder that is monoatomic, so very, 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 very fine. Um, so let's see here. Monoatomic gold has been speculated to be the true substance that the Anunnaki were searching for and is an incredibly strange material, being a two-dimensional atomic structure, which means the that fuck? there's two atoms working together, meaning that... I, I, I've heard really, really strange things on it where apparently if you heat it up to a certain degree, it literally disappears. Like, it doesn't turn into a gas. It doesn't turn into anything else. It just disappears. Therefore, they believe that it is like a trans-dimensional thing and it slips between dimensions somehow. Uh, th this is a real thing and there are like scientific studies, but since there's no way to prove any of it, they were like, huh, that's weird. Next. Um, we're not going to do any more here. We're just yeah, going to... Apparently, figure. it can also float at certain... Like, it's a weird thing. I don't know enough about it to comment any further. Um, but regular gold, like the gold that we know, is a three-dimensional structure, which has ten or more atoms working together to bond together, basically. Uh, it's believed that consumption of monoatomic gold can increase the carrying capacity of the nervous system by nearly 10,000 times. So is this that, like, that movie that that girl is able to, like, use all of her brain? Uh, like, similar thought. I don't think it has anything to do with that, no. unless it does. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't I haven't remember. watched it. I don't remember. I just remember that, uh, who was in that? Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, she's yeah, pretty. Yeah, 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 she's pretty. That was a weird movie. Mm, super pretty, though. She's pretty. <laughs> all right um uh da -da -da -da. so it can also potentially like make the body itself become luminous and open what? sections of the brain allowing one to process previously unknown or undistinguishable forms of information i don't know how they know this i assume that it was also told to somebody psychically but like if that is a thing why don't we just feed a bunch to somebody and see what the fuck happens if my body could potentially glow that'd be cool but also it goes back to... <laughs> Sorry, my jaw has been open this entire time. Yeah. What? So, okay. So you know how in, like, the old Bible and all that good stuff, they're the like, the angels Bible. descended and were so bright. Luminous, that... yeah. So it is believed that, like, the angels of old were Anunnaki. And this stuff would help them, like, was needed to maintain their immortality. And if they consumed a lot of it, they would glow. That is... Ludicrous. Ludicrous probably consumed some too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this belief has been shared by several scholars and authors who claim that the Anunnaki actually landed on Earth around 500,000 years ago, as I was saying, but they helped evolve the Homo erectus species into what would become early humans and later evolve into the first true civilization, aka the Sumerians. Uh, Sitchin himself further claims that the Anunnaki bioengineered the Homo erectus and gave them genes to allow them to think and use tools so that they could mine the gold, basically creating a slave, slave oh, race. Oh, interesting. Uh, where are we here? So the idea of genetically altering the human race is not alone to the Anunnaki lore. And kind of like I was saying, this dates back to a bunch of different old lores, like the Bible, the Norse, the... Um, I even look back and it goes into, like, Navajo lore and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of the similar situation, all these different religions. Um, so where are we? So, like, it's, it's believed that Adam and Eve were some of the two testing protocols in what was Eden, which is kind of this, like... Perfect. Perfect grounds for cultivating these new human species... But maybe it wasn't actually an apple. Maybe they accidentally ate some of the gold. And then the Anunnaki were like, nah, you suck. Get out of here. And then they expelled them out of the lab. Wild. But not only that, it is believed that the Nephilim... Do you know anything about Nephilim? Jesus, no. Okay, so a Nephilim is basically the byproduct of a god and a human. Um, in the Bible and stuff, I believe they were the giants... And I think also in Norse mythology, they were giants. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the one show that I watch that's kind of biblical is the, oh my god, Lucifer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it kind of like that where Lucifer's therapist and his brother have a baby? Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of similar to that. Hold your thought on that okay. one for a moment. Because... Uh, 
Currently, I'm talking about genetically altering. So this is... Oh, so somebody's genetically altering... Yeah, so, so with a that... A god and... Yes. A human. Exactly. But they're specifically putting their genes into the early humans to evolve them into something further. Kind of like last week's episode where I was talking about old blood into new Hell blood. Hell yeah, very similar. <laughs> so this is also seen in Norse mythology with Asker and Embla, which were the very first humans, which were in that lore basically tree stumps that washed up on the beach no that the way. gods imbued with something to turn them into humans oh i like that uh quetzalcoatl from the aztec um literally dove into the underworld to bring bones which he mixed with the god's blood to create humans um Allah molded a race from clay and breathed life into them, which is the exact same as Prometheus from the ancient Greeks, who literally molded them out of clay as well and breathed life into them. Vishnu split himself in half to create man and woman, therefore, like, dividing his self, um, and, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's like, the one, like, of indigenous cultures, to that, like, it, Sky Woman. Yeah. She yeah, came yeah. down from... Exactly. Like, she came from the sky. I was and reading... she was pregnant. Yeah, I was yeah. reading a little bit into the Navajo version yeah, of it, yeah. and there's the five worlds, I do believe. Yeah. And they finally came to the Earth world, but the humans started out as basically, like, these mist forms, and then traveled through... They literally dimension hopped, basically, until oh they got God. here. So it's all of this stuff that kind of, like... In that so many religions start the same, maybe it's... Well, like, with different... With different... Different, but like similar. Similar enough that it's kind of strange. Motifs. But at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, there's got to be some sort of a story of humans and where did they come from if it wasn't just like, oh, hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. What's up? Well, um, I mean, there's evolution. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there are many theories that we were initially created as a slave race, but literally were a failed experiment because we became too warlike and too aggressive. Uh, that we eventually overthrew the creators, killed them, and moved on, basically. It's funny. Like, I was talking to my mom about this earlier today, actually. and You I'm, were talking about the Anunnaki with your mom? No, no, no. Like, yeah. I was talking about civilization, and, like, I was kind of referencing one of our last episodes of um, the mushroom colonies and, like, the civilizations and yeah, stuff yeah, and their yeah, ability yeah. to cooperate. Yep. And how, like, referencing the fact that humans, the reason why we've evolved so well and so fast is because of our ability to cooperate. But it's almost gotten so far polarized the other way where yeah. our, our ability to cooperate, we thought that we were then in control and then, uh, then lost the ability to cooperate because everybody became so quote-unquote, independent, when that really just means egotistical and self-serving. And, I mean, like, it is interesting, and it's a thought. Do you you know anything about the weird, like, ancient alien theories, like, with the reptilians and the greys and the... No. No, okay. Um, I'll do an episode about them at some point. But for now, there's a theory of, like, the 12 dominant... Alien species or something like that. You've heard of the reptilians Yes. Before. So those ones were supposedly... I've heard of the greys as well, but yeah. I don't know much about no, them. Exactly. So the reptilians were supposedly on Earth to begin with. They are supposedly the initial thing, and they live in hollow Earth and control the government and all this nonsense. Really? Supposedly. Can I put a word in? I got, Please. I got some questions for that. Put in a word. Do they, do they take phone calls, or is it too late? <laughs> Too late. They specifically only take psychic transfers. Oh, psychic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just I need have to, to think just, really hard. You need to huff some some micro, or no, mono atomic, mono atomic gold, gold, and then you'll be able to chat with them. I wonder if you can get that on Facebook Marketplace. I don't think Facebook Marketplace, but I did see an awful lot of ads for it when I was trying to look up what it was. Oh, you got you, you got tracked? Yeah, no, it was like... Targeted. It was like, are you looking for a health supplement? 24 karat monoatomic gold here. Oh my god. I didn't look into the prices, but I should have, because I can only imagine it's ludicrous. Well, I mean, regular gold is insane. It is. Can't imagine how much smaller subatomic yeah. <laughs> type would be. I have no idea. Um, bringing it back real quick, though, um, to the like alien races and stuff like that, the... There is a reason, or like a theory, mm-hmm. of why we haven't met any of the other outside forces, unless you believe that like they're down here talking to the government and stuff like I that. I literally, 
I think we, we touched on this on one episode before, but continue. I think we might have. But there there's a theory that, like, humans are so terrifying to other aliens that there's basically, like, a ban on going to the planet. Because if you accidentally crash, we are going to reverse engineer whatever the fuck you brought down, and we will turn into our own, and we will come and fuck you up with it. Really? You yeah. think it's that way? I would totally I, argue I, that it's I the other way. I don't think it's oh, like that. There, there's just but switch. it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. We'll get we'll get into our personal thoughts in a moment. I like that. I I've got to keep going because we're getting on. Um, so this brings us up to a theorist named David D- David 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 I C K E Ick Ick Ick. I'm gonna say, say Ick. I'm gonna say David Ick. Um, he has also posited several or theories Ike. regarding. No, I don't think it's Ike. Anyways. Anyway, he, he's posited several theories regarding the Anunnaki involving the popular reptilian race, as I was saying. Uh, but he he believed that they adapted long ago with the Anunnaki race to exist in the new world, basically. So he believes that they still exist. And it, it's really weird. I read a little bit of his stuff, and uh, it was really, really right-leaning and basically turn into white supremacist ideas stating that the Aryan <laughs> race is in fact the blood descendants of the Anunnaki <laughs> and they are like destined to inherit the world basically. Uh, his theory also includes dragons, Dracula, draconian law and he believes that they're supposedly all linked by superficial linguistic similarities. So, What's draconian law? Draconian law is the ancient Greek law uh, that was basically like Hey, you stole bread? Death. <laughs> you bumped into a nobleman? Death. Jesus. You stole a loaf of bread to feed your starving family? Death. Oh my god. It, it was basically... It's a little rude. It's okay? a little rude. Draconian law was basically like capitalism to its finest. Because mm-hmm. if you were rich and wealthy, it was like, no, 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 you're okay. But if you were weak and pathetic and stole something, it was like, you can die. So it's... The same here. It's the same here. We're still living draconian law, baby. But it's not like death. It's just suffering. It's just suffering constantly. So... Just somehow worse. All right, continue. We're, we're wrapping it. We're sort of wrapping it up here. Uh, if the ancient Anunnaki did come from a faraway planet in Nibiru, where did they go? Are they responsible for early human evolution? Most scholars and academics would say no, with one Smithsonian writer claiming that the theory is noxious sludge from the bottom of a chum bucket. I love that. However, what cannot be argued is that the ancient Sumerians were, like, clearly had advanced math... Advanced Skills? Math, sorry, advanced knowledge of mathematics and astronomy. Uh, to the point that, sorry, this is this is a mess. Uh, I love how you have addendums. I know. This is a book report. It's a book report. Um, so, like, the Sumerians had something called the Sumerian Star Map, which is just one example of these things. And it was made 5,500 years ago. It's a clay tablet depicting a very, very, like, accurate representation of the constellations, which they named. Uh, but more importantly, it details a meteor which struck Earth. So what this clay tablet is depicting is being able to see the meteor in space before it came down and crashed into Earth. Um, and it turned, it's likely that the asteroid struck uh, Koifels, Australia? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything else about that. But, um, but the tablet mapped out the asteroid's trajectory to an error of better than one degree, which is insane for 5,500 years ago. That is insane. Yep. Um... Theories state that Sumerians saw themselves as the seventh planet beginning from Nibiru coming inwards towards the sun. And the really cool thing about that is that it was like Neptune, which they knew was blue somehow. Uh, What is it? Uranus? Uranus? It's pronounced differently for everyone. Uranus. I don't want to see Uranus. You just did. Fuck. Um, (laughs) Damn it. Anyway. uh, And then like... They, they somehow knew what color all these planets are. Like, Mars, yes. You can tell it's red literally by looking at the star. But the further out ones, like, you can't tell it's anything. You can't even see it. Exactly. So how did they know that they were there? Um, Was Okay, weird, stupid, very stupid possible question. Yeah. Were the planets closer together back then? Like, could not, they? Not 5,500 years ago. 
Like maybe if they were fifty five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. talking. It's not that long. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like star. It's, su- it's super long, but like star and planets wise, it's not long at all. In dog years. In dog years, it's a while. Um, I am gonna say though, like this idea that the, they mapped themselves as the seventh planet is a lie. It was another something that was just brought up by Sitchin. He was like, "Oh, yes, of course they they counted themselves inwards from Nibiru, and then it got widespread." belief online and it's a lie so don't don't look into that one too heavily don't look into it um wait isn't the seventh planet pluto yes sorry eighth planet is pluto I, pluto it was I so setting that they took it away and then they put it back anything then like they put it back then they took it away again um so yeah the, the sumerians were able to make extremely accurate mathematical calculations regor- regarding the or oh my god okay. regarding the orbit of jupiter nearly 1400 years before the europeans did and it's like a super accurate trajectory of jupiter somehow um how the fuck did they know all this I don't know. That's that's the thing. It's like that's why this theory of ancient aliens is kind of compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, their texts also mention many strange things, such as, like I said before, flying machines, a great flood, and even potential links to the Garden of Eden. As I was saying, conspiracy theorists uh, claim that there are many links between the Anunnaki lore and the text from the Old Testament, kind of like I was going on before. But I'm going to give you another example right uh, here. So. The theories primarily seem to regard the Great Flood as being the Great Melt after the last Ice Age. Ooh, so keep, keep in mind, they landed f- like 500,000 years ago and were experimenting with humanity back then. Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. Allegedly. Um, yeah. And this resulted in the Anunnaki taking a great number of their newly created human slave race into an ark, hmm. which orbited Earth until land emerged again. During this flood, all established mining bases created by the Anunnaki were destroyed, and they were forced not only to recreate, but also redouble their efforts. This stems into several, like, kind of nonsensical theories regarding these bases being any and all of the monumental structures of the ancient world. So, like, the pyramids, uh, Gobleki, Stonehenge, Mohenjo-Daru, and many more, which is kind of bullshit, in my opinion. Okay, is this... Why in the Switch game, the Mario, the Mario one? Mario Rabbids? No. Do you mean Mario Odyssey? Yeah. No. Is it that? Is that the new one? Newest one. He's in a ship. Oh yeah. Like they're. That has nothing to do with old like alien but stuff. But their boats are traveling the galaxies. Yeah. As ships. Yeah. Again, a ship is a. Vessel to ferry people. But intergalactically? Planetary, intergalactic, intergalactic, planetary. <laughs> Come on, you know that one. I don't actually. What is oh that? my god. Oh my god. Oh, never mind. What is it from? It's, uh... Been one week since you looked at me. It has been one week since I looked at you. Uh, wow, why am I forgetting their name all of a sudden? I don't know. It's a band. Is it? Yeah, they both wear masks. They broke up a little while ago. Uh, black stripes? No. Nope. White stripes? No. Nope. They're they're together. They were, I think they were husband and wife. No, nope, they were brother and sister. Ooh. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm actually not sure now that I think about it. Anyway, um, so most historians believe that the theory to be absolute bunk, stating that both Sitchin and his constituents are purposefully mistranslating texts to give themselves the theories and stories they want. Mm -hmm. But in the end, who can say? It's food for thought, honestly. Like, it's, it's neat stuff. It is really neat to see... And of course, you can frame it in your own lens, basically, and be like, oh my god, all these ancient religions are the same. But are they, though? Are they? I, I know, I feel like you could probably bend anything in, in the respect of trying to fit it within a theory that you're trying to prove. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, also, like, human nature to do that. 100%. To find justifications yeah, for whatever. 100%. And I have so much trouble with... Any time that we come up with these theories where it's like, yeah, no, we're this race that's just like too badass to contain and we killed off every other alien that was here. It's like, that's a little, 
self-importance. It's a little right-wing. It's a little, little right-wing. <laughs> Can I say that here? Like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. No, I just... Yeah, I think you're right. I think that, like, there's not... It just... It really pisses me off when people think that we are all holier than thou. Mm. Like, it's just... What makes me different than you is not... It doesn't matter. It, like, literally doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah. We're all nothing under the Anunnaki. We're all going to be <laughs> mushroom food anyways. And I just... Yeah, I can't Well, get... maybe if we eat some of that monoatomic gold, we'll live forever and glow. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But realistically, though, like, with the... With the stupid mentality of, like, you are better than, or this person is better than, or whatever. Yeah. Like, we see that. Like, I, I watched the Angels and Demons, um, Victoria's Secret, uh, f- like... Damn. F- what is it called? I don't know. It's not the fashion show. It's 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 the documentary that basically, like, sheds light on a bunch of sketchy shit that Victoria's Secret was involved with. Oh, I've watched the... Fashion shows. The fashion shows. Yeah. <laughs> Most people have, but like that's that's why they became kind of famous. But realistically, they had a bunch of shady shit and the guy that was running it, Les Wexner, he was in cahoots with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> and one of Jeffrey Epstein Who just, by the way, did not kill himself. <laughs> Anyways, he <laughs> he had like this theory apparently where he had a superior genetic composition and he wanted to impregnate a bunch of women so that he could carry out his genetics and make a better race essentially they call call that both racist and an incel well but realistically like i've said that so many times but it's it's ridiculous that these people think that they're they're that important yeah you want to know the one thing that they do have money but that's that's also a connection. It's like the it almost seems like the richer you are, the less you give a shit about like what actually strange, matters. Strange how that seems to happen, and yet they're the ones that are ruling over all of us and stuff. Crazy. We're not going to get into this because it'll we'll be a get, whole other episode. It'll be a whole other episode. But, but I just uh, think it's like back, no, you're absolutely back right. to like the 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 civilization part of it. Like, mm-hmm. if these ancient aliens and stuff were to be true, were to be a thing, how sure. the fuck would we know? Because all of the money is kept, like, gatekeeped within the communities of people who just want to further their own yeah. lineage. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, and that's the thing. We do genuinely have ancient texts from the Sumerians talking about the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that part's not made up. Mm-hmm. There actually are texts that state, like, but what and, the Anunnaki are. Yeah. And for them, they were gods that came from the sky and, like, granted them a bunch of stuff and supposedly had the power to, like, literally mind control humans, basically. Um, but, but again, even in, like, today's society, just looking at, like, you know, Christian, whatever, Catholic, I don't remember the actual proper names for them, but, like... God, Jesus, all these things. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like if you misbehave, you shall go straight to hell. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but it's also, it's also asked backwards because the the thought is that you're sinning. You are a sinner, mm-hmm. regardless of what you've done and what you haven't done. You are a sinner, and God forgives you for your sins. So it's kind of like you're constantly indebted to this guy who will grant you into heaven yep. or wherever for the afterlife because Ooh. everybody's afraid of dying yeah sorry that reminds me i i promised you that jesus was going to be in this episode mm. mm-hmm. so further theory states that jesus fucking adam smith or whatever his name is from the mormons um uh is that his name i don't know i don't know anything about the mormons oh okay i'm sorry mormons mm-hmm. <laughs> um also muhammad like any of the basically prophets Supposedly, that was more of the Anunnaki that were like blood, like straight blood descendants of the Anunnaki, no mixing with humans or anything like that, that were trying to look out after humanity again. Again, this is one of, I think it was David Icke's theories. Oh, okay. So. Very good. Very good. I just really, I get so annoyed. I know. Because like, I, I think like all of the good that could have come from all of these different things and i'm sure that there are still good things and evolutionarily like like, remarks that we've we've like milestones that we've made with 
the development of religion and the belief system that we've have in place as humans. And it's like great, but like if you just there's so much so much bad. Cause if you just believe you can move mountains with trees. What? <laughs> You've never heard that song? No. The higher you climb, the better it gets. Nope. Fuck, okay. Well, I've embarrassed myself again. I can't remember who sings it. Oh. I know Miley Cyrus, The Climb. It's similar. It's similar to that. I mean, a lot of pop singers have sung about struggles being uphill battles. Yeah. Regardless, um, (laughs) I I just think it's just like... I just think it's funny. It just just would be better if everybody would just kind of cooperate and, and... understand that people have different beliefs i'm so happy that other people have different beliefs but like if your beliefs like fuck me up i'm gonna be pissed off okay yeah yeah and also believe whatever you want don't try and push it on people like don't give money to billionaires to populate races with their own juices no (laughs) i want none of that (laughs) no i agree with you on that nobody is better than anybody else we're all on an equal playing field regardless of the monetary value that you that you have. Money is not a value or a resource that you should put your fucking value on or happiness how is, on. How is it that we were just talking about ancient aliens and suddenly we're in the most controversial thing? No, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'll stop. Right, we have to stop here because we are over an hour. I think this is our longest episode now. Well, we're in the new digs. We're in the new digs and I had to talk about aliens. We have a, we have a couch, guys. We have a couch. We're... Sitting up, and you know what? You know what we're gonna do for you because we love you. Okay, maybe love's a strong word. We like like you. Um, we're going. <laughs> we like like you. We have like a whole setup that we're gonna have like a little bit of like we'll have videos and shit, and and you're gonna see it. Yeah. And you're gonna love it. Yeah. Because you like like us. Yeah. Yeah. We we are gonna start like dropping a little more content for people. Uh, we are going to keep on going with the one episode a week for as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm just going to drop this to you right now. Yeah. But I think we should go live on Instagram. I was wondering about that. Do you know how I made fun of so many people for going live on Instagram and I'm here sitting on this couch. Here we are. On we need, a we Sunday need, night. We need more followers first. We can't go live yet. I'll be very sad if we go live and there's one person watching us. I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying that... Okay. We should yeah. record no, some of one of our episodes live. I'm down. But yeah. Um, with that, we are... No, wait. Give us give us a rousing finish here. Uh, excuse me? That's fin- a lot of pressure right now. I don't know if I can perform. Oh my god. That's not what I meant. Okay. What do you want? Give us our... Uh... Well, everybody, thank you for watching. <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, no, thanks for listening. We're super happy that you're here. It's nine, episode 19. 13. 13, but like 19 and 20. 19 altogether, but 13. Um, remember that you should definitely research everything that you see on the internet. Especially when it pertains to ancient aliens. And also if it's got any, you know... Lighthouses. Lighthouses in it. Um, yeah, just do your own research. Be sure to not really believe anything or anything you see, hear, taste, touch. It could all be just here on monoatomic gold. Whoa. But that's it. That's it for me. Thanks for listening. This has been Moderately Mediocre Podcast brought to you by Richard and TJ. Bye. Bye.